Blog Talk Radio. And it's just you and me in 
now Days will come when you don't have the strength When all you hear is you're not worth anything Wondering if you ever could be loved And if they truly saw your heart they'd see too much You're beautiful You are made for so much more than all of this You're beautiful You're beautiful You are treasured, you are sacred, you are
hear a roar out of Zion. I hear a cry saying, send you to forth. I see dark clouds, but I see a light. I see an army of warriors, hope deferred within. I hear a voice saying, can these dry bones live?
Being with 
You said my name. 
back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. Just blessing the name of the Lord our God. You know, his name is blessed. His name is Jesus. And the Father is just a good, good God. So let's give him praise. You know, this is Prayer International. We're just devoting this time to praying to the one the Most High God, there's, you know, there's one God, his name is Jehovah, and there's one mediator between God and man, his name is Jesus, and there's one way to the Father, and that's through Christ. You know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father except through me. He's the door. And if you want to get into the house, what do you do? Unless you're a thief. You go through the door. Jesus is the door. So if you want to get into the house of God, come on in the right way. Just ask him into your heart. Ask him in. Ask him, turn your will over to him. Turn your plans and purposes over to him. Turn your heart over to him. You know, the condition of our heart apart from Jesus, the Bible says that we're wretched, that There's no one good but God, but all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That means you, me, everybody. We've all missed the mark. We've all blown it. We've all sinned, continue to sin. But the good news is that Jesus made a way. Jesus paid a price. And he gave us access. He gave us access to the Father through his blood. Access to the Spirit of God. He said, I'm going to go away, but when I do, I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, and he's going to lead you into all truth. And not only will he lead you, but he will be in you 
And not only will he be in you, but he'll come upon you. And when he does, you'll be endued with power. You'll have a boldness. You'll be clothed with power from on high. And you'll be witnesses. You'll testify of the things that you've seen and heard and experienced in Christ. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what he's doing right now in the earth. He's moving by his spirit. And you say you're a believer. You say you're a Christian. You you go to church on Sundays or Wednesdays or maybe you read your Bible every day. But my question is, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Jesus said, blessed are those that are hungry and thirsty, for they shall be filled. Filled with who? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, the essence and the character and the nature and the power and the joy and the peace and the strength. And the humility and the love, the love of Christ. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled. Psalm 63. David knew. He said, Oh God, thou art my God, early will I. Thee. My flesh thirsts for thee, longs for thee in a dry and weary land where there is no water. He had a hunger and a thirst for God. He knew apart from the Spirit of God, life was dry. Listen to this. He said, to see your power and your glory like I've seen it in the sanctuary. He said, because your loving kindness is better than life, My lips shall praise thee. He says, thus will I bless thee. While I live, I will lift up my hands in your name, and my soul shall be satisfied with abundance. My mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed, I meditate on you in the night because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings will I rejoice. My soul follows hard after you. Your right hand upholds me. Those that seek my life to destroy it will go down to the lower parts of the earth. It shall fall by the sword, be a portion for foxes. The king shall rejoice in God, and everyone that swears by him shall glory. The mouth of those that speak lies shall be stopped. What is he saying? Look, because your love and kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Here David was. Psalm 51, he says, Have mercy on me, O God. He says, create in me a 
clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Hold me with your free spirit. See, David had a relationship with God. He knew what it was like to be filled with the presence of God. And here, thousands of years later, Christ is with the disciples. He breathes on them. He says, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And he breathes on them. And they begin to go forth, empowered with the Spirit of God, doing miracles. Jesus said, greater things shall you do after he, the Holy Spirit, has come upon you. Greater, what greater thing? The greater thing is that Jesus can manifest himself in our lives as wretched and as wrecked and as messed up as we can be. Jesus can manifest himself in our lives. That's the miracle. That's the greater thing. Jesus can get glory out of our lives. Jesus can do miracles in and through our lives. Jesus can use us to accomplish his purposes in the earth. These are the greater things. Jesus said, greater things will you do. It's one thing for perfection to do miracles in the earth. It's one thing for perfect love to love and have compassion for others. It's one thing for for the 100% spirit of God inside of Jesus to manifest and do a miracle. But it's a greater thing that is, like I said, as messed up as we can be. Jesus can do those same things through and in a, that's a greater thing. So have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Just ask him. Jesus said what? Seek first the kingdom. And all these things shall be added unto you. He said the Father seeketh such to worship him, those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. How are you going to worship him in spirit? With your heart. With your whole heart. You lay aside every weight and sin that easily besets you. You bring it unto Jesus. Press it unto Jesus. Bring it. Lay it down at his feet. Look unto Jesus, the author. He's the one that starts it and the finisher. He's the one that completes it. He's able to complete what he started in you. He's able to finish what he started in you. Because he's the author and the finisher. And he's in you to willing to do of his good pleasure. And that's the greater miracle is that it's his spirit. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's not your strength. It's not your ability. It's not my Eloquent words of which obviously we know I don't have any. 
the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit in you, allowing you and enabling you to do all things through Christ. Why? He's the one that's imparting strength. He's the one that's imparting motivation. He's the one that's giving you an endurance when everything around you and everybody else is saying give up and everything is pushing you to stop. He's the one that pushes you to go forward. You know, you can't make it on faith apart from the presence of God being a reality in your life. It's one thing to believe. Even the demons believe. It's another thing to have the living Christ living on the inside of you, dictating your life and controlling your life and steering your thoughts. And when you get out of line, he's right there knocking on your heart's door and speaking to your conscience and letting you know when you're missing it and when you're blowing it, when you're messing it up. doesn't mean you're going to be perfect automatically because you have a living Christ living on the inside of you. It just means that he's the one that's motivating and moving and steering and dictating your life. And as you yield to him and as you give more of yourself over to him, yes, you'll live more of a consecrated lifestyle and you'll live more holy unto God and you'll experience more of his presence. And I know in my life, those times when I've had seasons of consecration over others, those seasons were the seasons I experienced more of God, more of his presence, more of his revelation, more of his hearing, more of his voice because my conscience was clearer and so receive the Holy Spirit what are you being filled with on a daily basis is it Jesus is it his spirit is it his words or is it the opinions and the words of man the opinion and the words of the devil the opinion and the words of yourself Or is it his words? And when I say his words, I mean Jesus. I mean the Father. So let's get filled with his words. How are we going to do that? Get to a place where we hear him speaking into our hearts, speaking into our minds, speaking into our conscience, directing our thoughts. And as we take the scripture, as we take the Bible, as we look to the old and the new, because listen, all scripture is given, all scripture is profitable for doctrine. Reproof and correction and instruction. If you want instruction, go to the word. If you want to be reproved and refined and become more like Christ, go to the word. If you want direction in your life go to the word you say well not everything is outlined in the bible so to ask God to speak to your heart 
See, the Bible says you don't need a man to teach you that the days are coming when I'll write my laws on your minds and your hearts. I'll write my words on the inside of you. Not just tablets of stone. Not just a book we call the Bible. Not to discredit it. Not to say it's any less powerful than what it is. We can't add or to or take away from it. You can't add to God's word. You can't take away from God's word. Anything you think that God may be speaking into your mind or your conscience, it better line up with the heart and the continuity of God's word. Because God's never going to contradict himself. So you keep your conscience clean before the Lord. And when you mess it up, when you blow it, you go and you apply the blood of Jesus. You begin to seek out God. You begin to ask God to teach you his ways so that you see things and people and situations from his perspective so that you react the right way. So that you can keep your character. So that you can walk in the right way. And it's a process. Yield to God. Submit to God. Submit to God, resist the devil. What happens? He flees. He flees. He goes. He he disappears. Because he his grip loosens and he his his what we want to think he has a tight grip on us. No he doesn't. The devil does not have a tight grip on us. If we're children of God, God has a very tight he says, no man can pluck you out of my hand. That's that's a pretty tight grip. Nobody can remove you out of my hand, God says. How tight is that grip? And so listen, put yourself in the hands of God. It, it'll cause you to be unmovable, unshakable. Undeniable, look, if if no one can pluck you out of his hand, then stay in his hand and you're safe there. If no man can pluck me out of God's hand, guess where I need to stay? Guess where my wife needs to stay? In God's hand. Safe in the everlasting arms of our loving Father. Listen, he he knows how to snatch us up at times by the nap of our neck and discipline us. Don't get me wrong. But listen, he says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans of good and not evil, plans not to harm you. Plans to do you good. Now listen, when God says, I don't want to harm you, I want to do you good, he means it. Plans to give you a hope and a future. That's pretty stable. So, you know, as usual, we're out of time. I always kind of wait to the end. I just get into the worship. We love the worship. We love the praising God. Why? Because it brings his presence. Because I don't think that I've got something that important to say half the time. 
that we can't just get in God's presence and enjoy him. Sometimes we just need to get in his presence and enjoy him. It's not about what who's going to say or what's he going to say or can we go sit and listen to such and such or somebody. Sometimes you just need to sit in his presence. Sometimes you need to commune with him. You can sit in church all day long listen to this sermon and that sermon and this word and that word. And listen, don't get me wrong. There's power in the word. And if you sit under it, it'll change your life. If you let the word of God breathe over you, it will change your life. Listen, even Paul said the letter kills, but the spirit brings life. You got to have the word with the spirit, or it just becomes another letter. It just becomes another set of rules. It just becomes another thing in black and white to put you in the bondage. If you're not, if the Spirit of God's not in your heart, and He hasn't put this in your heart, Jesus hasn't given you a grace to follow Him. And this Word is just putting you in bondage. To submit to God, repent, turn, turn to God. Turn away from the devil. Turn away from your own ways. Turn away from your sin. God help me turn away from my sin. We're all human. The ground's level at the foot of the cross. So you know what? Fall on Jesus. Lay down your life. Pour yourself out. Give him as a living sacrifice. Give him your heart. Give him your life. Give him your mouth. Give him your mind. Give him your future. Give him your family. Give him your situation. He's in control. Put him in control of your life. He's he's in control. You want to know why your life seems so out of control? Because you don't give him control of your life. Ultimately, he has it. But he's just watching you run around in circles like a chicken with your head cut off, waiting for you to just submit to him. Why did David say, renew a right spirit within me? Cast me not away from your presence, Lord. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Why? Because he knew his way sucked. That's right. That's what I said. The Bible says the man's ways seem right in his own eyes, but the end of it is death. You know, sometimes we think we know the right thing. We need to follow Jesus. We need to follow the right thing. That's God. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. He's the door, like we said earlier. Just open the door. Lord Jesus, we just ask you to come into our hearts. Be our door, be our shepherd, be our guide. 
be our Father, be our friend. Your will be done, your kingdom come in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Prayer International Radio. Have a blessed night.